Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast here on nofilter.net and wherever you get your podcasts, like iHeartRadio. I am here to talk about the Ryder Cup, a little Ryder Cup recap. This podcast is brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. That's my website. That's where you can go to sign up for my free instructional videos and where you can find out information about golf lessons from me. All right, the Ryder Cup, not good for the USA, not good, very good for Europe, not good for me because I bet on the USA. Uh, Why did I bet on the USA? I bet on the USA because when I analyze golf tournaments, and they're very hard to bet on, but when I analyze golf tournaments, and this isn't really a tournament, it's an exhibition, but when I analyze the exhibition, I thought to myself, okay, The U.S. has a decided advantage in the world golf rankings of the players on the team. Average world golf ranking of a U.S. player was 12.91. Average ranking of the European team was like 10 spots higher, 29.25. So the U.S. theoretically had better players. Now, you can argue about the world golf rankings, and maybe that's not a good system. Uh, But you can also factor in the home course advantage and the home crowd and everything. I still felt like the U.S. was a good bet. And in fact, if you look at the, the singles on Sunday, you got 12 singles matches, and you match up the world golf ranking of each player with the player that they're playing against. Number one, Scotty Scheffler played John Rahm. They played to a tie. Colin Morikawa is ranked 19th in the in the world golf rankings. He plays Victor Hovland, who's fourth. He's supposed to lose that match. He did. Patrick Canley plays Justin Rose. Patrick Canley's ranked fifth. Justin Rose is ranked 37th. Patrick Canley's supposed to win that match. He does. Rory McIlroy's ranked second in the world. He's playing against Sam Burns, who's ranked 20th. Rory McIlroy is supposed to win that match. He does. Max Homa plays Matthew Fitzpatrick. They're seventh and eighth in the world. It's a toss-up. Homa wins that one. Harmon, ranked ninth. Terrell Hatton, ranked 11th. Kind of a toss-up. Again, Hatton wins that one. Brooks Kepka. I think he's about the fifth best player in the world, maybe better than that. Won the PGA, second at the Masters. He's playing Ludwig Oiberg, uh, a just-out-of-college kid. Kepka's supposed to win that match. He does. Then you got a toss-up, according to World Golf Rankings, Justin Thomas and Sepp Straka. 
But you have to say that Justin Thomas is a little bit more seasoned than Sepp Straker. Justin Thomas wins it. Xander Shoffley versus Holgard. Shoffley's ranked sixth, Holgard 82nd. Shoffley wins. Now here's where the problem comes in. Jordan Spieth ranked 12th in the world against Shane Lowry, 34th, and they tie. Ricky Fowler against, against uh, Tommy Fleetwood. Fleetwood's 13th, Ricky Fowler's 25th. Fleetwood wins. And then you've got McIntyre ranked 55th versus, versus Wyndham Clark, ranked 10th, and McIntyre wins. If you go by the favorites in that in those those matches, the U.S. shoulda, woulda, coulda, won, won seven, lost four, tied one. They should win the singles. They should always win the singles for as long as I can remember on the Ryder Cup. But it hasn't been happening, and it hasn't happened especially overseas. You figure that if the U.S. had a close Going into Sunday, close meaning one points, two points, they could pull it out. Well, they wouldn't have. I mean, I, I thought that one of the things that, that was great about the Ryder Cup is NBC did a masterful job of holding on to the audience, making the audience. That, that, that Ryder Cup was over the first day. Done, finished, over. Okay, But they did a masterful job of holding on to the audience on Sunday, making everybody think the U.S. still could win this thing. And then and they still were saying, like, oh, it was, it, you know, there was a moment there. there was a, they, they were five points down going into Sunday, and they lost by five points. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, there was some close matches, but uh, you know okay. what? Okay, I it, found this on the web for they should win the singles. They should always win the singles not, for as long as I can remember on the Ryder Cup, but it hasn't been happening, and it hasn't oh, man. It, it was it was not to be it was not to be had for the U.S. team. There was no way that they were going to win that match after the start that they had. They just got absolutely absolutely drummed at the beginning, and it happened. Uh, hey, it, it, my logic is this: if you're going to bet on twelve football games. Okay, you're going to bet on 12 football games. And I'm going to say you don't even have to give points. You just can you, you, you can pick the, the you can pick the favorites if you want. You're supposed to you're supposed to win. That's supposed to be a good bet. It's supposed to be a good bet. If you get to pick a team that is favored to beat another team, it's supposed to be a good bet. Well, it doesn't mean it's guaranteed. Because they're all good players, too, and things happen. I'll tell you what happens. Luck happens. Chip-ins happen. I saw, I saw a few chip-ins for Europe. Great shots, but the fact that they go in, sometimes they're going in pretty fast. That putt that Rom made where it was that they, you know, arguably said was going 6, 8, 10 feet by the cup, hits the back of the cup, goes in. That's the kind of stuff. I mean, that's a lucky shot. I mean, you could call it whatever you want. You know, everybody will say great putt. They did the same thing at Medina. When uh, Poulter and Justin Rose made these bombs on 17 at Medina when they had that miracle comeback there, 
when you hit a putt, you have to marry the speed and the line. So in order to make a putt that's going the wrong speed, you also have to hit it on the wrong line. That's how you make that putt. That is what you call luck. Now, I'm not saying that luck determined the Ryder Cup, but I am saying that things can happen and things do happen. The fact of the matter is, is even though the European players were not as highly ranked statistically as the U.S. players, they clearly outplayed them. I think I think I saw the statistic where it said they were like 17.5 uh, strokes gained uh, approach shot to the green uh, uh, better than the U.S. That's a big margin. I mean, that's a that's a that's a big margin. So so they they outplayed them. They outputted them, and I think it 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 kind of boiled down to the to the big guys. I, I thought, okay, like how can how you know when I'm when I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, okay, logic would say the world golf rankings would say that the U.S. has the advantage, but you can negate that advantage if you sit certain players, okay? If you don't play certain guys, and you Play them less, okay? Your your higher ranked players, you play them less. Uh, McIntyre played three matches. Uh, he didn't play as much. Uh, you know, you you can do th- Holger three matches. You you can you can do that. Those are their two highest ranked players, and they they didn't play them as much. And then you play the, the your low ranked your better ranked players. You play them more often. That's how that's how you can overcome, and then but then the guys have to play good, and this was Rory McIlroy's best Ryder Cup ever, four and one, best Ryder Cup he's had, and obviously if you write the formula for Europe winning, and it's just say hey, you know what it's pretty much going to be the same formula for U.S. U.S. had a little bit more room for error, I think, because of the depth of their their lineup. They could they they didn't have to have a four and one out of Scotty Scheffler. If they would have had, you know, a a, a two and a, you know a, a two one and one out of Scotty Scheffler, it would have been a a, a heck of a, lo- a lot better. Um, you know, they they didn't have to have a, a phenomenal you know run out of their top three players. And here's I had their top three players as Kepka, Scheffler, and Cantley. Scheffler goes o two and two. Kepka only plays three matches for some some ungodly reason, uh, you know, probably because he's LIV. I don't know. Uh, you know, you give me another reason why you don't play. I don't. Brooks Kepka does not get the respect. Like this is something I like. I get you. I get you. Hate LIV. I understand that. Uh, you know, they 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 they're all evil. I, I don't know why they're evil because they they just made everybody a lot more money. But they hate LIV. And, and and whatever, you know, we, we took him because we had to take him because he won the PGA and he was second at the Masters and the PGA runs the, the Ryder Cup. We got to take him. We don't want to take him, but we got to take him. But then they play him three matches. And I, I don't I don't get that. But Scotty Scheffler plays four. Uh, Canley plays four. Uh, Justin Thomas plays four matches. You know, Jordan Spieth plays four matches. How does how does Brooks Koepka only play three matches? The guy doesn't get the respect. He just doesn't get the respect. But anyway, he faced one, one, and one. He played three matches. Cantley was 
the best player on the U.S.'s team, him and, uh, you know, I, I guess you got to put him and Homa. Homa was 3-1-1. One, and one. Uh, Cantley was 2-2-0. Two, two, and oh. So Homa was the best player, but but second best player was Cantley. And uh, those those three guys, Cantley, Scheffler, and Kepka, played a total of 11 matches. But Rahm, Rory, and Hovland, their big three, played 14 matches. And, and, and there you're banking on your depth, and you know it, it, which is fine for you know the, the 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 whole depth thing is great, and the rest thing is good, and you know you're going to be better in the singles. We want our guys rested. We got depth advantage in singles, but the problem is, is it was over before the singles started. And that's the you know that 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 was no I I don't I don't think the captain uh, could have necessarily changed this whole thing I, I got to be honest with you I listened to all of these people talk about why the U S lost and it's just the reasons are just amazing I mean it's like the the number one reason everybody comes up with is is Europe is more of a team and I'm like what. What does what does that mean? I I, I just don't I, I I know I hear this all the time. My friends text me, my my students text me. Uh, you know, people just make such a big that the media love the, the the media loves to talk about it. And and I you know I think of it kind of like like uh, I do with hitting golf shots. The golf ball does not know you're nervous. The golf ball does not know what kind of team you are, what kind of team player you are, uh, what your team unity is like. I I didn't see like the U.S. had this big issue with team unity. I I, I hear people talking about it, but I don't see it. I do see Europe is is a, is a close knit team. I get it, and and does that help them raise the level of their play? I'm sure it does. It, it, I'm, I'll give you that it does. But the U.S. didn't. They didn't need to raise the level of their play. They just needed to, to play to the level of their capabilities, and they didn't do it. That's just the fact. When the number one player in the world goes 0-2 and two, and uh, you know that's not going to get it. You know, I mean that. That's just that's not going to get it. When you're you play all these guys that are you know your your captain's picks and you play all the captain's picks and what what did what did they what did they do? I'm Ricky O two and O, uh, you know, Spieth O two and two, JT one two and one. I mean, how did how did it work out there? You know, it just it it didn't it didn't work out too good. But but I, I I look at it and I say they just didn't play good. They didn't luck is a factor. It wasn't their week. You know it's it's not it's not going to be a blot. It's eighteen holes of of golf. Luck's a factor. The crowd's a factor. This week they didn't play as good. The U.S. team didn't play as good, and Europe just played great. And like somebody said, you know like like. You look at it, and they're making a ton of putts. I mean, they're they're throwing it in from everywhere. And 
you know what? Last time they played at Whistling Straits, it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. U.S. had a better team. They should have won by some margin, but they boat raced them because they were throwing it in from everywhere. I mean, they were making everything. It's just like everything was going in, and Europe couldn't make a thing. This time, Europe made everything. U.S. couldn't make a thing. And sometimes that's just what happens. That That's what happens in golf. You know, I, I, I just don't – I don't know how better, you know, team chemistry, whatever that they think the problem is here with the U.S. team, better team chemistry. I don't know how that helps you. I, I just – how does that help you make more putts? How does that help you? I mean, Ricky Fowler didn't hit it in the water on 16 because we have bad team chemistry. I, I just don't. I, I don't. I just don't see the logic in all this whole chemistry, chemistry, chemistry talk. Now, I, I can see some logic in the fact that uh, Europe had played that course more than us, and we didn't. We everybody didn't even play. You know, the extra practice rounds there. I could. You know, there's some logic in that, although I don't think we got, like, out-course managed there. Uh, you know, you got 12 guys, great players. I mean, they should be able to figure out how to play a, a golf course. But the more times you play it, the, the, the better it is for you. There's no doubt about that. So that, that's a little edge. The one thing that probably does make a lot of sense is, is the fact that the U.S. took five weeks off, okay, and – they were practicing, I'm sure, and they're working at their games, but it's not the same as playing. A few of the guys played. Justin Thomas played. Max Homa played. Uh, you know, they played up at uh, in Napa Valley at the Fortinet tournament, and they got a little little something in there. But the European team had seven other players were in the top ten at the tournament the week you know prior to the to the uh, or two weeks prior to the Ryder Cup, so that that that's something. I mean, I, I think I think that probably has something to do with it. You know, it it, it kind of goes to what I was saying about you know when you pick players that are hot. How do you know they're going to be hot? Like for the Ryder Cup, the the U.S. team. How do you know the guy's going to be hot when you pick them a month, you know, or five weeks before the 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 real Ryder Cup? You, you don't know. I mean, in golf, you could be hot today and not hot tomorrow. You could be have a great week this week and not a great week next week. But the closer you are to the date that you're playing well at, probably the better off it is. I and mean, let's let, let's we got to concede that fact. And we, the U.S., we hadn't played much. We hadn't played, so the guys just collectively did not play good. Europe played fantastic. They made putts. Uh, and seemingly they, they they maybe caught a couple more breaks. Uh, that was a horrible break for Max Homan, the singles on the 18th hole. He overcame it and won, but I mean, that's just a horrible break. I didn't see any breaks like that that were, you know, that that, that, that was a terrible break. Uh, you know, he still won, but that was a bad break. Uh, the putt, that was a big change. I mean, that putt Rom made, you know, going in at the speed it was going in at, that was a big one. You know, that thing's scooting by pretty good. Uh, you know, that, that's a break. Wrong speed, wrong line, goes in. I mean, that, that, that that's a break. Uh, you know, there's a few chip-ins there. You know, I mean, that's a, there, there's some 
something fortunate about a chip in. I mean, Spieth had one too, but but I, I saw more than that on Europe's side. And it's not, you know, you could, you could look at it and you say, well, they have better short games, but they don't. I mean, statistically, that's not what it says. But, you know, you're not going to hold shots left and right from off the green, and they, they ended up doing it. But, but it was, uh, you, you know, it, it was a Ryder Cup that when you look at, you know, it, it, it wasn't a great watch. I mean, I, I got to say that. But I thought NBC did a great job trying to make you think it was, it was coming down to the wire. And uh, they held their audience pretty good by doing that. And you know, it, 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 some of those matches on Sunday were pretty good. They got a few, few too many drivable par fours for me. I mean, I, I you know, one of those on a golf course is nice. Uh, three of them, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, what what are we playing? An executive course out here? Uh, I, I don't, you know, but that's that's part of the deal. See, this is what they, uh, you know, you know, they they got all these analytics going now. They got all these analytics going. And uh, what they're figuring out is they're figuring out, okay, if we, if, if, if we put the fairways at this width and we put the holes at this length and we put the uh, rough at this depth, uh, at, at, at this depth, at this distance, this is going to give us analytically, this is going to give us a statistical advantage. And, you know, obviously there must be something to it because the home team sure seems to be winning a lot. And the crowd, I mean, let's, let's face it, the crowd, uh, you know, the crowd means something. And, you know, you know but, but, if, but you know, you know it's going to be that way. You know it's going to be that way. And if the crowd is an issue, uh, you know, then, then, pick players, then pick players, you know, that are, that are, that are pretty good at, at handling that, that kind of situation. You know, Dustin Johnson's pretty good at handling that situation. Uh, DeChambeau is pretty good at handling that, that, uh, you know, Bryson, he, he's pretty good at handling that, uh, that situation. You know, Patrick Reed's good at handling that situation, you know, um, you know, the, 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 these guys weren't even, they weren't even considered for the, for the team. Uh, you, you know, I, you know, Keegan Bradley's a, he's pretty good at handling that situation. You know, he'll get in their face. Uh, he's done it before, uh, you know, you know, it's just, uh, you know, if if they're going to grow the rough up two feet tall, uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, maybe uh, you know, a Lucas Glover, a good ball striker, maybe you know, maybe he's pretty good. But man, this foursomes thing we got, where these alternate shot. I mean, you got to figure out how you're going to play alternate shot. I got you know, like like one of my friends, like how do you how do they play so bad? You know, I mean. I shot this, I shot that. How, how, you know, I played alternate shot, and I shot alternate shots. A tough format. You got to figure out who's going to play. I like I like I can't second guess the pairings because I wasn't there. But I can tell you this much, okay? If I had the statistics in front of me and I could look at it, and I could and, and I could look at those statistics. And I could stand on the driving range and the golf course for three days, okay? Three days, four days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four days. I could stand on that drive range and on the golf course for four days. Let me tell you something. Give me a, give me a, a, those statistics and four days on the golf course and the driving range. I, I, I could figure out who I could figure out who, who might ought to play uh, alternate shot because alternate shot's a tough formula. You got to You got to You got to hit your ball, and uh, you, you know it's. You know Jordan Spieth. Nah, I don't know about that. Uh, you know JT the way he was playing. 
And, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. You know, uh, you know, Homa. Yeah. Kepka. Yeah. You know, you got to put Scheffler out there. He's one of the best ball strikers in the world. Uh, hard for me not to put, uh, you know, Morikawa out there. He's one of the best ball strikers. He, he, I, I, they probably, you know, Canley. I mean, how do you, how do you not put that guy out there? Uh, you know, but, but some of this stuff maybe could have been a little different. It's easy to second guess. But I, my, my real analysis of the whole thing is, is they played better. Europe did. They putted better. They had the home course advantage. They had the fan advantage. They, they, they maybe got a few more breaks than the U.S. did too. And all that, when you add it up, it equals a drumming. I mean, this was like like they could, you know, they, they could tell us how, how it was almost close, but that wasn't close at all. I mean, to lose by five points, uh, that's uh, that that's not good. I mean, that's a that's a bad beat. That's a bad beat. And now the U.S. has got to, you know, now they go back to Beth Page Black the next time, and then they'll have to wait again to win in Europe. And I'll tell you what. Um, you know, these these three guys they got, Rory will still be a good player. He'll be a great player. Aram, he's going to be a great player. Uh, Hovland, you know, he's he's going to be a great player. Uh, you know, Kepko be, you know, he, he, he'll he be good. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, he's not he's not going to get younger. Um, you know, Scheffler, you know, may, maybe he'll learn. He'll, he'll figure out his putting. Maybe he will. Um but the the the, it, the script has has flipped a little bit here, and uh, I, I give like just just right now as I'm projecting forward, okay, just because of those big three guys and what we got going on here in the U.S., I'm gonna say that 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 it, it Europe has a better chance of winning at. Uh, Beth Page Black. It's an early prediction. Europe has a better chance of winning at Beth Page Black than we do uh, the U.S. Next time we go to uh, to Europe, that, that that that's that's what I think. Um, but the home team is is definitely there's something to it, and there's something to it. This this setting up the course and all these statistics. There's definitely definitely something to it because it's it, you know it's close anyways, and that's uh, the home field the home course is is flipping things uh, you know pretty considerably. So I, you know what that's good it makes it good you know you like to see the home team I I do you know in sports I like to you know, I like to see the home team win you know let the fans have a nice party have them enjoy it I, I just I just wish it would have been a little closer. You know, that's all I wanted. I, I, I you know, I, I bet on the U.S. You know, I took a little bath. It wasn't a major bath. You know, I'm not a big better. I, I took a little. I took a little haircut. Uh, you know, I can afford it. Uh, no problem. You know, uh, but uh, you know, next time uh, at home, I, you know, I gotta ride the home team from now on. Probably. You know, I mean, but it's hey, it's uh, it it. it I have to say this. I, see, I've been around a long time. I'm 68 years. As my as my father says, I'm on the back nine now. Okay, and 
the Ryder Cup is much better. I mean, it's a great exhibition. It, it's much better now that Europe has had such great success. It's much better now than it was back in the day when, uh, you know, and I go back in the day, when back in the day when U.S. was winning every single one of them. It's much better now. It's just better. And you know what? Uh, it, it, I, I like to see the U.S. win. I'm a, I'm a United States citizen. I cheer for the U.S. Uh, I will be losing zero sleep over the fact that uh, Europe won the uh, won the Ryder Cup. But congratulations to them because uh, they deserved it. They beat the crap out of that U.S. team. Beat the crap out. All right, I'll have more on this the rest of the week, uh, but that's just my first initial reaction. Kind of the big three, you know, that's it. Uh, Rom, Rory, and Hovland, uh, they took it to them. You know, I mean, if you look at it, nine points for them. Kepka, Scheffler, and Cantley, three points for them. That's six points right there. They won by five. Uh, it's pretty much pretty much it. That and the foursomes, you know, it, it, that's pretty much where the analysis goes, right there. But uh, it was it was, uh, you know what? It was fun to watch. You know, it could have been more fun. I, I like I'd like to see it come down to the last hole. That's like that was a great last hole. I'd love to see it come down to that. Anyway, hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on iHeartRadio wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, make sure you listen to nofilter.net. Great stuff on nofilter.net, and I'm uh, excited to be a part of it. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast.